Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at WoodhouseBuickGMC.com. We are professional grade. Elizabeth and Jessica Wakefield. Both girls are blessed with spectacular good looks. Both wear exactly the same size clothes, but they refuse to dress alike. It isn't easy to tell them apart, but beneath the skin, there is a world of difference. A wicked gleam of mischief lurks in the depths of Jessica's eyes, while Elizabeth's reflect only sincerity. Hello and welcome, in case you were confused. To <laughs> it's, do- it's still double love. It's still it's us. us. It's still us with our amazing new theme tune. Well, for one episode at least, we'll see how we go after yeah. this. Maybe maybe we'll keep it going. Maybe for, this is it now for us. Yeah, maybe we're going for a sort of 80s electro style from the amazing... Oh my God. They're just as good as that sounds. Sweet Valley Audiobooks. Oh, they're incredible. I have no words. They really are indescribable because <laughs> they're not really audiobooks. They're audio dramas. They really are. Like, emphasis on the drama. There's voice actors and sound effects. Oh, and so many sound effects. <laughs> and so many actors. And I've got to say that it is a better adaptation, at least what I've listened to. I listened to uh, Playing With Fire, mm. one of my favourites, and of I course. am going to listen to the rest. <laughs> but, um, it's a way better adaptation than the TV version from the oh, 90s. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It sort of captures... The essence, the, essence. <laughs> the ridiculousness. Yeah, the TV show definitely played it straight, kind of, didn't it? It wasn't. Yeah, well, it sort of tried to. I don't think it wasn't camp. It sort no. of tried to be funny on its own terms, yeah. which were not very not funny. So much, yeah. So it didn't. It was kind of like a shit nine oh two one oh, very very shit. And I was so excited for it when it started. That, it did have an incredible theme tune. Though. It did. I mean, that is a catchy theme tune. Possibly even better than the audiobook one. Nothing is better than that audiobook. <laughs> Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> we, found, we found out about this wonderfulness thanks to two listeners. Yeah. Um, so, yes, huge thank yous to Gabby and Tabitha, who both emailed us separately. about these. Yeah, separately, within days of each other. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I think Tabitha sent us the link to Double Love, and then Gabby sent us the Playing With Fire um, link. But, like... Yeah. I, I'm looking forward to listening <laughs> to all of them because oh, they are incredible. There is some good listening in there. But yeah, they recorded, it looks like the first six books, I think, yeah. in the 80s at some point on a cassette. <laughs> They're out there somewhere. Oh, if anyone has them. Oh if my any, God. If anyone listened to them back in the day. Imagine. Because we didn't know they existed. Yeah. But um, no the, idea. the narrating style <laughs> is, as, uh, as as Karen said before we went on air, the narrator yeah. does sound like he's going to kill them. <laughs> Under the skin. A murder is happening. Like, it's yeah. no question. Though apparently our American <laughs> listeners recognise his voice from... Yeah, something called the cold case files. Yeah, which we don't know about. But it, it, 
I mean, it sounds like a voice that would lend itself to, it you know, stuff about murder. <laughs> As I looked at my victims. Oh, God. Yeah, it is a bit like that. It, it is. is quite amazing. <laughs> it's such a weird choice for a story about 16-year-old girls. Yeah, it's like, what was going through their heads? Why are you sounding so threatening? <laughs> their, their casting is otherwise spot on, oh, I have to say. It's so good. They uh, all sound amazing. They, they sound way more, they, more close to the characters than the TV version. Completely. And actually, as you were just saying earlier, Anna, the um, they sound like the was it the Fashion Club the from fashion Daria? Club from Daria. <laughs> Carol Walker's like, oh Jessica, it's, it's amazing. It's a revelation. I'm so happy. I, I was I was listening to it out and about yesterday on YouTube because it's on YouTube yeah. and. Uh, I I was I had to stop because I was laughing at the <laughs> with glee. It was just like just so, 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 so chortling away to myself. Oh god! Well, yeah, we'll put up the links uh, on Twitter because everyone needs to listen oh, to them. Yes, <laughs> repeatedly. I think they. You should just listen. Well, no, not instead of listening. Yeah, to we, us. We, listen to us first, and then go and listen to yes. them. If you're, if you're if you're craving more sweet valley, yeah, it'll tide you over for the two weeks <gasps> before episodes, between episodes. Yeah, yeah that'll work. Point. Yeah. Um, well, just in case you've forgotten <laughs> with all this enthusing, uh, this is Double Love. Yes. The podcast <laughs> in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High book by book or tape by tape. Indeed. And I am Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And this week we are discussing deception. Because we have reached book number 14. 14, except it's episode number 15, which yep. is quite confusing. It's very confusing and we can't keep track of anything anymore. No. <laughs> um, so, can you describe the cover for us? I can, it's, but try. It's quite something. Well, they all are, but I this mean, is yeah, pretty, all, this is a good one. They're all pretty great. This one has Elizabeth Wakefield looking very pleased with herself. For someone who's all kind of like you know, conflicted and upset throughout the book. Convicted. She doesn't look too fucking conflicted there now. <laughs> no, she fairness. looks very, very smug. Very smug. And uh, she's with um new Nicholas. boy in town, Nicholas Morrow. And he's gazing. Gazing lovingly at her. He's also blonde, which is wrong because well, he's meant to be dark haired in the in book. In my edition, I think it got faded in the sun. He looks oh. a bit grey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So he's Aww. and he's meant to be dark haired. He's meant to be dark haired, yeah. But I guess all the guys so far that have been on covers have dark hairs. Maybe they just needed to mix it up a bit. <laughs> Shake things up. Yeah. Well, because it was all Matt Stephen and Todd and Bruce. And even all Scott, what's his name? His tash. Oh, the tash. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he is gazing at her, kind of like he wants to kill her, which yeah, is quite bit. suitable because he is quite a psychopath. Oh, he's the worst. He is. I hate him. He is worse <laughs> than I remember to be. I was so angry oh, <laughs> for this whole God. entire yeah. book. <laughs> there is a lot to say about how terrible this book yeah, is. Yeah, it's uh, fucked. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that's the cover, mm. and uh, the cover tagline will will I read it or will you? Uh, yeah, go for it there. Okay, the tagline is: Has Elizabeth found a new love? <gasps> Again, a rhetorical question. <laughs> Which the answer is <laughs> no. no. It's always no. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, can you read the back tagline? So, yes, our little back tagline is a tangled web. <gasps> da da da. Oh, it is. It is a tangled web. It is. Web. It's messy. Oh god. And mm. and here's the blurb. Yeah. Get ready for this, <laughs> lads. Okay. Elizabeth Wakefield is stunned when Nicholas Morrow asks her for a date. Well, she is, and kind of rightly so, given the circumstances, yeah. as you will see. Do it. <laughs> yeah. A newcomer to Sweet Valley, Nicholas is fabulously wealthy and extremely handsome. 
Even though Elizabeth would never cheat on Todd Wilkins, her steady boyfriend, Nicholas is so attractive and sincere that she agrees to go out with him just once. That is not very accurate. That's no. not really why she goes out with them, as no. we'll see. It really isn't. Yeah. Very misleading. <laughs> I'm going to get so cross. <laughs> this is making this set up more benign than it actually is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, to continue. <laughs> to make matters worse, Jessica, Elizabeth's scheming twin, announces that Nicholas Morrow is the boy for her <gasps> in italics. Suddenly, Nicholas is the only thing on Jessica's mind. She is a bit deranged in this. Oh, yeah. I mean, she always is, but, like, she is obsessed. Yeah. It's not healthy. <laughs> Elizabeth is terrified to think about what will happen if Todd or her twin finds out about her date with Nick with Nicholas. Don't go on the date. Uh, oh, like, like such an easy solution. Oh, to all her problems. <laughs> but who can keep a secret from Jessica Wakefield? Ooh. Well, actually, this can. From ninety nine percent of the book. Yeah, and also it being kept a secret from her isn't really the big deal yeah, in the she's book. Cheating <laughs> on her boyfriend. Yeah, effectively. that's yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So let's get into it. God, <laughs> we must. Okay, so the first few pages are also completely insane. Oh yeah, Nicholas arrives at mm. the party, which yes, you might remember is how the last book ended. Elizabeth is uh, saved. It's a welcome home party from being home. kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. You didn't die. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were tied to a chair within a hush for weeks or not weeks, days. Yeah. Uh, so what better way to recuperate? Uh, not. Going to a therapist no. or anything like that. Post-traumatic what disorder? No. <laughs> Not sweet daddy. No way, man. And uh, the this literally picks up on the last one. Take, it stopped with uh, Elizabeth opening the door yeah. to Nicholas Morrow, mm-hmm. new boy in town, who, who she hasn't met yet. And there are literally two pages <laughs> of descriptions of about, about how amazing he is. Mm. Um. And she, she tries to show him into the party and he's like, no, wait, <laughs> there was an urgency in Nicholas's toe that stopped him, or stopped Elizabeth in her tracks. Oh, God. And then there's this whole spiel about, you know, he was mesmerised. It was the last thing she on earth she expected from Nicholas Morrow. And then she goes through all the things that she had expected, which was for him to be handsome. And uh, we find she expected him to be handsome. And in fact, his face would have put a Greek god oh, to shame. God. Yeah, like we thought the good they went to town on the Wakefield descriptions. Oh, like. no, they are. But yeah, they just lose their minds. They really do. Yeah. There's also <laughs> such bullshit. It's like, she could tell he was compassionate too. It's like, what? How? 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 And he, also that he what? was intelligent <laughs> just by looking no. in his eyes. No, no. No, you Stop can't that. tell any of these things, Elizabeth. You don't know him. This He's is bullshit. He's a complete stranger. I'm already and... pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to get worse. Oh, so much worse. It's just the tip of the iceberg now. And uh, she, she reminisces about how uh, pretty much as soon as she came home from being kidnapped, <laughs> Jessica had been banging on about Nicholas Morrow yeah. and how amazing he was. Oh, and uh, so that's all she's she, she knows about him, um, that Jessica fancies him and he drives a Jeep. Yeah. Because that's one of the things that Jessica told her. Because it's so important. (laughs) And Jessica also told her that Regina is deaf in a low, sorrowful voice. Uh. And Elizabeth's reaction is, deaf? How How awful! awful. (laughs) What? Fuck off! What? What? Uh. (laughs) Oh my God. Everything about... These are just such terrible people. Imagine your reaction being, Uh. you know, being that <laughs> as opposed to oh really okay yeah, yeah okay <laughs> uh, 
Moving so, on. Poor, like, poor Regina is an object of pity. Oh, she really is. Patronizing. She pricks. does not need their pity. So, uh, and uh, we're obviously reminded of how gorgeous the Wakefields mm. are before zipping back to the present day where Nicholas just starts, like, following her around. Ugh. She tr- she keeps trying to go and you know mingle. Yeah, greet her guests. Yeah, she's kind of making her way across the room to Todd, and then Nicholas is like, "Oh, let's dance." It's like, uh, "Fuck off!" And it's a slow dance. <laughs> yeah, it's really weird. What like, are you doing? You do not know this girl. And also, this is a very missed, much missed opportunity when they're <laughs> dancing because the droids, of course, are the house band for the party, and <laughs> they're playing a slow and dreamy tune. Mm. And then Nicholas is like, "Hey, this song is about you." And oh Elizabeth realizes God. that Dana's written some special lyrics, but they aren't quoted. Why don't they tell us what they these do, songs they are? They say it's a love song, and then it's like, oh, it's about you. It's like, is Dana oh. in love with Elizabeth? Now, it might be into that. And very yeah, nice. they'd be a more interesting I'm, couple. I'm, yeah, for, for the most part, I'm just annoyed that everyone is so obsessed with the Wakefields that they yeah. literally write songs about <laughs> them for their parties. It's like, come on, chill out. But, but uh, I'm annoyed that we don't get to hear the lyrics. Yeah, I, really I, want I want to know what they are. I want details. Yeah, give them to me. Um, <laughs> so I feel we've been swindled there. But Nicholas. Uh, He's he's just moving on to more compliments. Uh, he's just being incredibly creepy. It's and so weird. She's like, "Oh, you're very pretty," and she's like, ah, "Okay." Like he literally follows her around all night. Yeah. At one point, like there's all these awkward moments, and it clearly says that Elizabeth is uncomfortable. And literally, it's like, dude, she was literally just kidnapped, yeah. and now you're following her around all evening like a big weirdo. Like, back off. She has had enough experiences with yeah. weird men who she doesn't really know. Literally, what are you doing? <laughs> And uh, she keeps trying to introduce him to people and he's just like sticking to her side. It's so bizarre. And every time she tries to go anywhere near uh, Todd, he's like, oh, hello. Yeah, he just kind of sweeps her off again and it's like, stop it. And he literally starts like when she's trying to... um, kind of trying to get him to leave. Yeah. Really. (laughs) He's... he's, He just keeps popping up like she's... um, She's trying to, she manages to get away from them at one stage by answering the door. And there's a, a typical example of her, typical hilarious wit, <laughs> where Todd is like, I think that's Ken Matthews. And she says something like, Ken Matthews? That name rings a bell. Like, oh. She joked. <laughs> Like really, Liz with the dad jokes. Oh my god! Yeah, I suppose now, now you've called it a dad joke. I'm more kind of sympathetic towards. Oh, okay. It's warm to do it. Shit. Uh, but while she's doing this, Jess grabs Nicholas and, you know, is is trying to, uh, yeah. to flirt with him. Um, Get her claws into him. Yeah, but he's he's his mind is far away. Yeah, he's perfing on her sister <laughs> in a very inappropriate way. Uh, completely not subtle at all, and just yeah, literally following her, around. staring at her while she's trying to talk to people. Oh, it's so creepy. And he also mentions that he has to go with his father to some cl- meet some clients the next day. Why? Oh, yeah. Why is their dad taking like his eighteen-year-old son? His to idiot his son. <laughs> it's a Trump-like, really. Oh God! Oh. It is. Oh. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, so he says, oh, I've got to go and say goodbye to Liz. But he's not saying goodbye. He's just sort of hovering around the place. She, she has literally been trying to get rid of him yeah. all night. Yeah. And he's trying. she's trying to have a laugh with Todd. And uh, then Nicholas just pops up as soon as Todd goes to get her a drink. Oh my God. And tells her that he's in love with her. Oh, fuck's sake. Why? Why, why, why? why? All of this. I think I'm falling in love with you. Elizabeth couldn't believe her ears. Nicholas Morrow in love with her? But you don't even know me. Yes. Exactly. Yes, you <laughs> don't. 
And <laughs> then is she says like, well, sorry, I've you know I've got a boyfriend. Yeah. Would you think would be enough? Would be enough. Like but, she's saying, I'm not interested. Mm. I'm with somebody else. Yeah. And then there's this awful bit where he's like, oh, am I so unattractive? Am I like Frankenstein? Am I like oh, Dracula? <laughs> it's just, it's so awful. It's like she has to humor him while he's just being fucking petulant and, and creepy creepy and then she starts saying like oh or he starts saying you're too young to go steady with and when she says look I really yeah. have to go and say goodbye to my friends yeah. he's literally like <laughs> so she tells him she'll come back why oh stop humoring him like he's the worst yeah he, like she's literally like what about Todd what about me oh, no. and she's nearly crying Fucking she's what lit- about you like you dick and this is all about like girls being socialized to consider boys feelings yeah all the time yeah but he feels that it's he can say what about me yeah to a girl he's only just met he's badgering was, her all night harassing her <laughs> yeah. who has just said I've got a boyfriend yeah. I'm not interested yeah. I'm with somebody but else but what about me like her your boner what? is not her problem <laughs> okay <laughs> not her problem he, she's bullied she is into, into going on yeah like date. she literally starts crying her eyes filled with tears it didn't seem fair that she should be held responsible for Nicholas's happiness yeah, it's you're not it's you are not, not. <laughs> Is what oh he can do. my god! And then she's like, "Oh, now she's confused about what to do." On this, of all days, one was that, that was supposed to have been so happy. Yes, and is being wrecked by this, this dickhead. Oh, that's oh, so awful. So, so then mad. she basically <laughs> agrees to go to dinner with him yeah. because he keeps going. Oh, just just one date. You don't you don't even know me. He literally like, will not leave her alone. And that's it. Yeah, because when she says, "I don't think I could ever be in love with you," and he's like, "How can you tell? You don't even know me." Exactly. And you don't know her. Yes. So walk away. Fuck off, you horrible, <laughs> entitled monster. Uh, so, yeah, she, she gives in and she says she can go on Sunday because Saturday is her date night with Todd. Yeah. But Sunday it's Todd's mum's birthday. So yeah. he's going to get so some sort busy. of family celebration. And she says she she says that um, or she says to herself, she has a, a terrible premonition. Aww. No good could come of this day, she thought. No good at all. Aww. Follow your instincts. Liz. Yeah. It's like she'd made a promise and she'd have to keep it. No, you don't. No, you don't. You, you don't. literally do not. Why did why did you make a promise to <laughs> him? Why? Like, why is any of this happening? Oh. <laughs> and meanwhile, Jess is flirting with Randy Mason. Oh, Hitherto unmentioned Randy. Randy. Yeah. Who we're told is uh <laughs> Is is not bad looking, but not handsome. Oh, poor Randy. Poor He's a computer Randy. whiz. Yeah, and he says he'll teach her. Now, what could possibly have <laughs> triggered Jessica's new obsession <laughs> with computers? Could it be <laughs> c- computer magnate son Nicholas Morrow? <laughs> computer magnate son and potential sex offender. Oh He's God! So yeah, restraining order for one, please. Oh God! Um, come come too soon. Yeah, so like the Morrows are in the computer business. So, yeah, <laughs> so that's Jessica very reckons. Very vague. Oh, so vague. But yeah, Jessica seems to reckon that learning about computers will be her way into Nicholas's pants or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how does any of this work? <laughs> There's no logic about anybody's no, behavior in this book, uh, <laughs> except Todd actually, because Liz finds him and he's understandably. In- Pretty pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> but she spent her entire evening and he's and in fairness to him as well, he is quite fine about you know, he's he's quite sensible. It's not like a sense of entitlement. No. It's just he wasn't leaving you alone. Yeah. Like, what the hell? What's Who this, is this fucking guy's story? Yeah. And she's like, Oh Todd Wilkins, are you jealous? Yeah. He's like, Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, if only he knew we'd be even more jealous. And she's like, Well, I love you and she realizes that she can't tell him about the date. Yeah. Because she previously said well you know I've it's okay as long as I tell Todd but yeah, um, she's she can't she can't bring herself to do it no. at this moment 
Um, and meanwhile, uh, there's more crazy love at first sight because Jessica is going on about how um, how she's in love with Nicholas. Yeah, she. It's they're kind of cleaning up after the party, aren't they? And it's like um, she just starts banging on about how amazing Nicholas is. So now Elizabeth can't really confide in her either. And she's yes. like, ah, shit, I can't talk oh. to anyone about this. <laughs> well, she she it is a you know. I know he badgered her, but as far as he was like, oh, Liz, like, why did you say yes? I know, yeah. I suppose it is the whole big socialised to look after petulant boy men. Yeah. Um, and so she decides to herself, she was like, she's already feeling guilty about this. So she's like, right, we'll go for dinner. She's just thinking this. We'll go somewhere kind of obscure. Nobody yeah. from Sweet Valley's going to see me. Mm. And then I'm going to go straight home and Nicholas will be disappointed, but I'm giving him a chance why Why are you doing this yeah. and that's what he wanted so she's sort of squaring it with her own conscience yeah I'm not you know Ugh. none of it makes sense none so they go to school and uh, Liz, Jess is still obsessed with Nicholas because she's literally coming out asking Liz what she thinks of her outfit and it's like yeah. could I wear this on a date with Nicholas <laughs> what is happening to you who are you oh my lord and we learn that she can't drive the Fiat Spider. Because she had too many parking tickets. tickets or traffic tickets, yeah, yeah, and then she's she's not um, she's not impressing Liz because Liz is very on edge and mm. Jess is kind of bitchy about like oh you're very edgy today. It's like she just got kidnapped, Jessica. Yeah, like <laughs> cut her some slack, okay? <laughs> Give her a week <laughs> at least. Oh my lord. <laughs> um. So yeah, after school, Jessica is meeting poor old Randy. Oh, poor Randy. Poor Randy. <laughs> and we find he lives. In a split-level house. <gasps> almost exactly like the Wakefields. He's almost worthy of a Wakefield. Yeah, you think that would <laughs> stop her raving bitch to him, but no. She's sneering at him inwardly and sort of fawning yeah. over him. She's, yeah, she's really buttering him up and she keeps going, Oh, Randy! <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't help sniggering a bit at the yeah. I'm sorry. I know it's not as amazing to helped. Americans, but yeah. Um, so she's almost like too naive when he takes up a floppy disk and she's like ooh what's that <laughs> yeah she actually like goes a bit too far with it and she's like actually I just look like an idiot now yes. <laughs> so she just dials it back a bit but we learn here that she's genuinely worried even though the computer stuff is all the sham yeah. she is genuinely worried about doing badly in maths because otherwise she will be kicked off the cheerleading team yeah. and uh Back in back in Casadel Wakefield with her Spanish tiles, uh, she's she's home and she's trying to steal Liz's turquoise jumpsuit. That's right. <laughs> One of many jumpsuits. Oh god, so many. And Liz gives in, and in return for this generosity, Jess praises her recent article about uh, computers. Oh yes, <laughs> so, yeah, came back to computers again. Yeah, they're all they're going computer crazy. <laughs> Um, yeah, it turns out that Kurt Morrow has given a computer one computer, just the one, just the one. Don't get <laughs> don't get too excited. To Sweet Valley High, and it's going to be used to store the students' grades. That's right, and but, yeah, the whole grades thing is because is that if you fail something, you can't be a cheerleader. Yeah, so yeah. Th- that's why Jessica is concerned with her with her with her records. And the uh, the piece by Elizabeth, we get a bit of a quotation from it, and it says. Uh, Sweet Valley High is cashing in on the wave of the future, which is a bit of a mixed. The world metaphor. of tomorrow. Yeah, it cashing is. in on a wave, like <laughs> yeah, none of that makes sense. What? Uh, anyway, Mr. Collins thinks it's her best piece yet. I'm sure he does. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not into this much. He's not riding the wave yeah. of the future. Ooh, he's not riding anything. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, thankful for small mercies. Jesus. 
But Jessica is still worried about her maths and uh, <laughs> then she reads an article about hackers. Oh yeah, they can plug into computers. <laughs> And she's wondering if Randy's skills are up to that challenge. So they go to the dairy worker where Randy dines on fried clams. Oh, this is one of the most upsetting things I've ever read. Like we know that like the hot clam special is like the dish du jour in the dairy burger. But he like, he... He pours ketchup on his clams. By the time Jessica pointed to his plate, the bottle was half empty and the clams looked like a scene from a horror movie. So it's like fried clams drowning in ketchup. Even a bit of ketchup. Because the whole thing is meant to be like, oh, he's so mesmerised by Jessica. He doesn't notice that he's continuing to chuck ketchup. But even, why would you put ketchup on clams? <laughs> oh, I feel sick. I'm so upset. I actually am feeling a bit ill thinking about it. Oh, anyway, why are they, why is the dairy burger obsessed with clams? Why? <laughs> Please stop. Um, so Jessica's a total bitch to poor old Randy and she's inwardly sneering at him the whole time. Yeah. Which is really horrible. Yeah, she, she inwardly calls his car a battered old jalopy at one point. At least he has one. No. You don't even have one, Jessica. And you're banned from driving. Yeah. Like some sort of criminal. So she asks her him to, uh, uh, while, while outwardly being nice to him, she asks yeah. him, oh, could you help me with my maths? Mm. And he's like, sure. Chucking a bit more ketchup over his disgusting <laughs> beast. Yeah, they mentioned like a soggy french fry at one point. I'm just like, please uh, stop. Oh, in with the clams. Good <laughs> God. Oh, okay. I think I need to br- clean we need my to, brain. We need to this move on quickly. Image. Uh, yeah, so Miss and Jess are going to the mall to look at some new dresses. Woo! Baxi Mamas! And uh, creepy Nicholas Morrow just turns up. I'm sure he does. And uh, Jessica flirts with him um, in a very, you know, unsubtle style. Yeah. But he's he's just thinking about Liz's amazing piece about the wave of the future, which he quotes at her. Because <laughs> he's reading the oracle like this. What, what are you doing? You're not 18. even in high school. 18. <laughs> Should be in college. Uh, yeah, he's on like a gap year, isn't he, to learn uh, about the computer business. Well, hanging around <laughs> balls with teenage just girls. Stalking 16-year-olds more yeah. like. Um, so yeah, he says like, oh, well, I'll see you again. And Jess presumes he's talking to her. Yeah. <laughs> and is convinced he's going to ask her out because... She's deluded. That's just who she is. She has no reason to think Yeah, because the whole time he's there talking to them, Elizabeth is just like, oh shit, what if he says something about dinner? <laughs> but luckily he doesn't. He yeah, she got out of that one. Yeah. But she's still freaking out when she goes home because she's like, oh, he's going to ring to arrange yeah. this dinner and uh, one of Jessica answers the phone and uh, she's just so stressed about it. It's like, oh, Liz. It's very stressful. And she knows that like, oh, Todd would go mad and Jess would go mad. No. She's just like fidgeting and it's <laughs> yeah. really realistic. It's, you know, if you're just wait, you know, yeah. a phone call, you're kind of dreading it's coming and you can't concentrate on anything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he rings and asks if the date's still on and she's freaked out. And then a voice in her head tells her to say no. Follow that voice, Liz. Listen to that instinct. Follow it. Mm-hmm. But she thinks, oh, I made a promise. Fuck your promise, Jesus. Yeah, you don't owe him <laughs> anything, Liz. Yeah. You know, this makes me so sad that yeah. she feels she has to do this. Because depressing and frustrating as it is, mm. I think it probably is realistic for yeah. some people. Yeah, it is. That you just it, feel like you have to go yeah. along with it. Oh, oh I I've said it now. Upset can't. this boy. <sighs> He'd be so upset. He Fuck literally him. did have a tantrum in your house. <laughs> following you around all night. So God knows God. what he'd do. I mean, he's quite scary. He is. So he says we'll go to a fancy restaurant called the Cote 
door. Ooh, yeah, it's like an, it's like an hour outside of Sweet Valley. So this yes. is like, yes, perfect. No one will see me there. <laughs> it's far away. But she doesn't know what to wear. And there's kind of a great bit where she thinks of the outfit that Jessica <laughs> chose for the Morrow party. Oh, Can yeah. you remind us of that ensemble? Oh, yeah. Okay. So her mouth twitched in a wry smile as she remembered the red velour skirt and white blouse Jessica had laid out for her to wear <laughs> to the party at the Morrow's the night she was kidnapped. In comparison to the sexy outfit Jessica herself wore, Elizabeth would have looked practically middle-aged. But like, yes, that's the kind of shit she wears all the time, <laughs> <know>. voluntarily. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not having that. Now, but she yeah. looks about 50 in it. Um, and then the next day, Liz finally thinks, oh yeah, I could tell Edith. Edith! <laughs> She's been here this whole time. <laughs> my beloved best friend. Yeah. I'll confide my problems. And Edith says, oh, well, you ha- I suppose you have to go on the date. No, she doesn't, Edith. Yeah, Edith's like, oh, you made a promise, but you're going to keep it. No. I'm like, no. 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 <laughs> but does tell her she has to tell Todd, which is... Yeah. Good. Um, something. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. She's, yeah, the rest of the advice is pretty crap. But it I suppose is. Liz didn't tell her for like five days. I yeah. Can't, you know, yeah, it's so been tormented. nearly a week or something. Yeah. Oh, I can't tell Todd or Jessica. If only there was somebody else. <laughs> if only I had a friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, Edith, who I'm always saying is really interesting. Yet I have completely forgotten. Yeah. For quite some time. <laughs> so meanwhile, Randy is coaching Jess in maths and she very subtly, it's, it's not very subtle. No. <laughs> brings the, compu- the subject round to computers and she wants to run a programme. Ooh. Oh man, I remember computers in the in the 80s mm. and uh, the sort of BBC computers that you might get a go of in school and they were <laughs> quite something, so that's what I'm imagining. So she asks him about plugging into other computers. <laughs> Randy's not impressed with this idea. Yeah, he's like, hey, that's illegal, you know. <gasps> and uh, yes, he is persuaded mm. to show her how to do it. And he hacks into all these like companies' records. Yeah, and he hacks into like a, is it an auctioneer? Yeah, like a yeah. real estate office or something. Yeah, and, and a few were like a lumber company. Yeah. And uh, they're sort of, you know, just seems like a bit of fun. And Jessica's like, oh, why don't you hack into the school, school computer? <laughs> And he's reluctant, but he does it. And mm. it's like, oh, there's my grades. Oh, imagine if you could change my grade. Huh? And of course he does change it to a C minus. Yeah. Um, but he, I mean, he, she, he only does it, you know, after she cries. Yeah, like she, she literally really manipulates She him. literally sobs brokenly <laughs> until Lord. he changes it. She's really laying it on thick. Uh, <laughs> and then he asks her to the dairy burger. And she's just like, oh, no, sorry, I have to go now. Yeah, literally, he changes the grade and she's like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, she's so rude to him. Because he, she has been fawning over him yeah. for days. And she has really been flirting with him. Yeah. So it's not crazy that he might think that she this might, might actually go somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then literally as soon as she gets what she wants, she just immediately she ditches him. I'm like, Randy, so cold. if I were you, I would just change that grade right back. Fuck that bitch. She, <laughs> change it back to an F. Yeah. If you can make it even lower. Yeah, is there anything that. lower than an F? I was make it that. Let's get a G. I don't know. Uh, but meanwhile, she's she's just forgotten about him. And she's like, oh, why hasn't she's at home wondering why Nicholas hasn't asked her out? She's like, am I old? Do I have grey hair? That's wrinkles. It was like, Jessica, you will reach that yeah. stage. Just you wait and see. Yeah. It's all ahead of you. Like, a lifetime of touching up your roots no. is waiting for you. I speak from experience. Uh, but anyway, she's just obsessed with why doesn't Nicholas love me? And mm. Randy keeps ringing and she just won't talk to him. And then Liz answers the phone and Randy thinks it's her. And he's yeah. like, oh, look, we broke the law. I can't handle this. I need... 
I just need you to know that I'm going to turn myself in. Yeah, because yeah, he wants to he wants to get a job as a systems programmer. So he's like, if anyone finds out about this, that's my career fucked, basically. Yeah, so. it's, like, it's a federal offense. Yeah. So yeah. it is quite serious. It is. Um, yeah, so he's just like, I'm turning myself in. I'm going to the principal's office. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Elizabeth actually acts on... For once, she actually makes Jessica do the right thing. Yeah. Which is quite rare. It is. It's very rare. <laughs> yeah, she just goes straight into her. And yeah. And confronts him. And so it's like, uh, and Jess- Jessica is like, oh, I'm really awfully busy right now. <laughs> She's such a little bitch. <laughs> she really is. But Liz basically drags her down to the principal's office. Yeah. And she does take responsibility. But um, yeah, but like under duress because she's just like, no, don't make me. <laughs> yeah, and then Chrome Dope gives in very easily. Oh, like, this whole thing is such bullshit. Like, because first of all, Elizabeth kind of like drags Jessica in and then just stands there in the office, like, this does not concern you. Please leave. Yes. Like, this but has I suppose she does have to make to sure because Randy isn't going to make sure that Jess tells the truth. Whereas I, I think Liz probably would. Yeah, but it's weird that she's allowed to stand there. Yeah, that like, would when, not it, have... when it doesn't actually. Have nothing to yeah, do with her. They would be like, right, well, maybe the whole ta- the whole town are in in the Wakefield's thrall, so they probably just, yeah. like allowed to do whatever <laughs> they want. Wakefield mind control. Oh, that's kind of what it feels like. A little bit. And um, yeah, then uh, she she does do the right thing. She does. Yeah, she kind of, she fesses up, but she's like, but that's not a crime, is it? Yeah. It's like hadn't Randy told her it was? And then Mister Cooper's like. <laughs> Sorry, hang on. Okay. Her voice trailed off as Mr. Cooper's eyes bored through her. Is it? She whispered. It could be. It's like, what? Dude, yes. Do research. Like, yeah. at least pretend like you know what you're talking about. Yeah. And also, <laughs> as well as your like, lack of research and hacking, <laughs> um, the, the fact that he, you know, he doesn't suspend them. So they sort of go from not going to the police yeah. to not giving them any punishment Nothing. at all. Nothing. Like, and it's, yeah, know, it's, it's because Elizabeth, it's Elizabeth like steps in as usual and it's just like, yeah, they made a mistake. And then he's like, okay, for you, Elizabeth. Like, what? <laughs> this is no way to run a school. <laughs> Stop listening to her. Why do you all just humour all the Wakefields all the time? It is wrong. No oh. consequences like no, at this all. It's sound is not one in a sensible fashion. It's absolute nonsense. And then there's quite a funny bit when they come out and Jessica's like, Oh god, I'm a mess. And Liz <laughs> tries to comfort her and goes, Don't worry, you know, we all do stupid things, but Jessica of course is like, Look at my mascara. Oh god. So um, I've ruined my eye makeup. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're the worst. So that was I did actually think that was quite amusing that it was kind of acknowledging that she is quite monstrous yeah, you know yeah. that for a moment you think there's some self-awareness of like oh god I'm a terrible person but no no and <laughs> um, so Liz uh, meets meets Enid who reminds her that she you know you've, she has to go and tell Todd yeah and Todd calls round to to the Wakefield mansion well, no, Wakefield House. Wakefield House. Yes, later. Ooh, split level ranches. And there's more of the, the banter. It's like, oh, I was expecting Matt Dillon. <laughs> yeah. To do. I love when they throw in their film so star good. references. I love it. And we learn that Todd is excited for a basketball match on Monday. That's right. Yeah, they're playing Big Mesa. Hey, my favourite of all their all right. rival teams. <laughs> Fuck Palisades. It's all about Mesa. Yeah. <laughs> It's, a, it's the most entertaining name because I, I don't really know what a Mesa is. Yeah. Or is it Mesa? I don't know. Oh. oh. Mesa, Mesa. I think it's like Spanish for table, so I don't know. Oh. Big table. Oh, maybe it's like a table like mountain or a plane. <gasps> Listeners. So many questions. Let us know. More of our ignorance revealed yet again. Yeah. Um, so they're going out on their date, and it turns out that this, this would not fly with me. They're going to a film, and 
Elizabeth is like, oh, what's the movie? And Todd's like, oh, it's a horror film. It's like, nobody would t- take me to the cinema without telling me what the film was. I would not go. <laughs> if people were just like, oh, it's this. I'm like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, not wasting see... my money on this bullshit. I'm not going to see Teenage Terror. Oh, that's what I'm going to see. <laughs> like a place name kind of holder for the yeah, movie really name. It's is. like, we'll come up with something better later. Yeah. They just did. That's Teenage Terror. That'll <laughs> teenage do for Terror, now. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, and afterwards, they go to, after going to see Teenage Terror, um, they go to the Dairy Burger. And here's a bit of foreshadowing for the next book. Betsy Martin comes in. <gasps> Trisha's no good Nick sister. <laughs> She's no good. She ain't no good. <laughs> uh, gee, Officer Croft. <laughs> oh, she she is a social disease. Um, but yeah, she kicks up a fuss with her drunken pals. Yeah, and they're like shaking their heads. I'm like, how does Trisha have such a terrible sister? Yeah, Todd's like, Betsy's such trash. <laughs> Calm down, <laughs> Jesus. Go another easy. human being trash. Although I would call Jessica trash. <laughs> Moral trash. She's a. She is terrible. Um, so. Liz mentions Regina, which sort of inspires Todd to make a jibe about Nicholas. As well, he might cause Nicholas yeah. is a giant weirdo. And yeah. Liz is like, oh, I can't tell him. Yeah, there's just, yeah, there's no good moment to actually bring it up. So it's just, she's not going to get to tell him before she ends up going out with Nicholas. So yeah. It's... And she asks him where he's going for his mum's birthday the next day. It is weird and very unconvincing that he hasn't told her already. Oh, yeah. I wonder why. Um, and <laughs> he just says, oh, we're going out to celebrate. Mm. Like, who says that? Dear yeah. girlfriend. Actually, tell oh, out. It's like, oh, I wonder if it's somewhere fancy, maybe. Oh, but they're going, <laughs> where could it be? <laughs> My notes just say it all cops. I wonder where. <laughs> so, oh. uh, yeah, Liz gets ready to go out for her date the next day. Yeah. And she puts her makeup on before she gets dressed. Like, who does this? Oh, why Why would you no, do that? Don't know. How would you put your clothes on without, like, getting everything doing it wrong? Wrecked, getting foundation all over, like, the yeah. neck. Oh, Jesus. Um, She's got quite an outfit, which I'm sure we'll discuss at the end. Oh, we will come back to that. (laughs) But she has to hide it. Oh, yeah. She kind of hides it under a coat because Jessica's downstairs and she can't exactly get... She'd be pretty conspicuous walking out. Because she's meant to be going to Edith's house. Oh, yeah. Using Enid. (laughs) Poor Enid. For her lies. Uh, So she... Instead, she goes off to... West Malvina, <laughs> California. <laughs> well, we don't hear that it's West Malvina. Uh, it's just Malvina. Mm. Oh, yeah. But I couldn't help thinking of West Covina. <laughs> and uh, it's all, it's very fancy. So fancy. Oh, it <laughs> like, is amazingly fancy. It is unnecessarily fancy. <laughs> it is hilariously fancy. Yeah. So there's a there's a valet parking, yeah. which is, you know, pretty fancy. But then she goes in and Nicholas is waiting for her in a small room. Oh, fuck's what, sake. What is this room? And uh, he's watching snow white doves fluttering about in a huge doped cage of gold. What is this place? <laughs> Like, oh, we appear to be in a hotel in Dubai. <laughs> like, yes. what is We're happening? We're in Labyrinth. Or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish, Jesus. And then he's wearing this ridiculous outfit, <laughs> charcoal grey slacks and a black dinner jacket. Now, I'm thinking of a dinner jacket like evening clothes, like a yeah. tuxedo. Yeah. Is that what he's wearing? Uh, kind of what it sounds like. And he's also wearing a cravat. <laughs> As he turned around, Elizabeth could see the tasteful maroon ascot fast. Like, where are you going in a maroon uh, ascot? Oh, well, <laughs> he's going to replace with the doves in a giant gold orb. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, my Lord. And then she's like, have you been waiting long? 
and forgot to use a giant cheese ball creepazoid. Ugh. He goes, oh, my life. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, my God. You met her like a week ago. Shut I hate up. you. <laughs> God, I'm actually... <laughs> we are Shivering. so angry. If you can see us. We're even angrier than we were about Bruce. Yes, actually. Back in the day. Because <laughs> Bruce is at least presented as being like a villain. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, they go into the dining room and it's, it's half full, but it is only half six. They've gone on a very it's early dinner date. Yeah. Yeah. It's that early bird special. <laughs> Fresh clams. Oh, no. Where's the ketchup? <laughs> oh, it's far from ketchup. Get here. Why? There's, a, there's another dining room that'll just be relevant later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Nicholas asks, oh, my God, I oh, hate him so much. I hate it. I hate it. I'm so, oh, I'm so angry. He's, he's like... Have you decided what you'd like? And they're looking at the menu. Or would you rather have me order for you? No! No! Get fucked! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Can't. Oh, I'm actually speechless. So angry. We're both. Oh, fuck's sake. Like, <sighs> what's worse is that she's like, I'd rather have you order. Like, Why? Why? Fuck off, Elizabeth. I would never let somebody Stop else Stop that. Order he doesn't for me. know you. He doesn't know what you like, what you don't like. This is nonsense. Literally, the only times I let somebody else order is if you're in a really good. Um, like East Asian or Chinese restaurant where they where you can get loads yes. of different dishes yes and you can try lots <laughs> yeah. and I would say to somebody who'd been there before and knew the food yeah. like let's just order That's loads of things and we'll try perfect. it and maybe I'll like some yeah. but if I'm ordering Some three course meal douchebag like oh you ordered for me like no fuck off no ah. Uh, Dinner is too important to just hand over to someone else. Exactly. <laughs> like, unless it's um, my favourite sort of food, yeah. which in most cuisines, apart from European, uh, where it's you can get loads of different dishes yeah. and just, you know, eat a bit of a lot of things. Or like, an amazing yeah. feast. Oh, yeah, or like the only time that someone else orders for me is if I'm going somewhere where I always get the same thing. And it's yeah, like... I'm like, just get my usual. You know, we've been together long enough. You know yeah. this is what I'm going to have. So just order, that's fine. But that's like, we've been together 10 years. So, you know, that's fine. Yes, yes I this would do that. is bullshit. Oh my God. And I hate And then it. the food. Now, I've got to say, I thought I had been to fancy restaurants <laughs> in my time. I did not know. Oh. What a lot of things are. Ain't nothing fancy as the coat door. Oh, there really isn't. So they have smoked salmon to start. That's, that's grand. Yeah. Get smoked salmon been done. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> but then they have Tornados Rossini. Yeah, I have no idea what that and is. And puffed potatoes. Yeah, what are puffed potatoes? I don't know. <laughs> Someone explain it to us. Please explain what puffed potatoes like, are. I would have thought we knew our potatoes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we are no, no, a country. Like not to stereotype ourselves or anything, but, but really, come on. We, we are, are into our potatoes. With potatoes. <laughs> um, but yeah, they have puffed potatoes and, uh, well, they have green beans as well, so I do know yeah. what. Or haricotville. No. <laughs> um, so and then there's like five bus boys turn up and one of them gives water. Then another gives them some rolls. Then another gives them some rosettes of butter. It's like, this, this is, is a very time inefficient restaurant. There's no way to run a restaurant. Yeah. I mean, no wonder they have to charge incredible prices because they <laughs> have very inefficient service. Their overheads are insane. <laughs> they really are. So, but Liz loves it. Yeah, and uh, she's she's having a great time, and they're she they she's like, oh, I'm I'm not used to this sort of thing. Do you come here often? He's like, no, no, I have simple tastes. Oh, and then he starts whining about how. Oh my god! 
rich people have Ooh, problems too so hard being rich poor people are mean yes <laughs> like, literally that's his that problem is, yeah like no one understands it. <laughs> oh my god and then he makes a joke about the smoked salmon not being as good as the clam special why are they all obsessed with clams stop it stop talking about clams I can't bear it oh. and then they get their tornadoes and they are little steaks oh no mini strikes. I forgot we actually found out what they were. Yeah, I was, I was like, just too oh. blinded with rage to actually <laughs> <laughs> take in any of the details. Um, so they they eat their miniature steaks and they he goes on about fucking skiing and then they bond over their love of Hemingway. And <laughs> then he's like, oh, I want to make help my father uh, make Marrow Electronics amazing. Oh. And Elizabeth is like, oh, that's great. You're such a good son. I was like, he's an <laughs> entitled prick who's inheriting his dad's company. He is so the worst. Yeah. He's just ignoring. It's so hard being rich and having to inherit a company. Oh, <laughs> poor up. Nicholas. Life is so hard. People judge him all the time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, Liz basically says, right, okay, uh, we've had a lovely evening, yeah. but... I'm not in love with you. This is yeah. <laughs> Here's this the deal. It's over. We now we're done. Yeah. And he is like, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So but I like suppose the only thing this it's he finally takes no for an answer, but it's like yeah. it got to this point, so it's already just like I I hate yeah. you. Yeah. So, no, you, you know. passed the point to being in any way <laughs> yeah. redeemable or anything. Like yeah. we shouldn't have to be grateful that you're not like having a fight with her <sighs> to make you go and make her go on another date with you. Throwing tiny steaks at her <laughs> to make her change her mind. Little <laughs> <laughs> potatoes flying through the sky. Um. So he he sort of takes her hand and sort of like, oh, yeah. we're friends. But then who should appear? Uh-oh. Who could be there? Who's out on a fancy dinner? In a family <laughs> celebration. It's only the family Wilkins. Oh, it's the whole Wilkins tribe. <laughs> so, but we just see Todd. Yeah. And Liz does some quick thinking. She does. She pretends to be Jessica, which is kind of impressively devious. Yeah, that is. Her. And she, she even says like, oh, you tell, when you tell, when I tell Liz, sorry, I'm getting confused with the, <laughs> the many deceptions. <laughs> the layers of lies. She's like, oh, when I tell Liz what you thought, you'll be in 137 different kinds of trouble. It's so good. It's that such a, that good. actually, I really do like that detail. That is, it is It's such a weird Jessica quirk and that they yeah. throw it in in her impression. It's like, actually, okay, I'm into that. That's it. <laughs> Moment. Yeah. I like that too. Good job, Ghost Rider. <laughs> and, and Todd is confused because he's like, I was sure that was Liz. But, yeah. But it cannot be. Oh, no. She would never say 137. <laughs> it doesn't add up. <laughs> um, so he goes anyway. And he's a bit uncomfortable because he knows, he knows something's wrong. And Liz apologizes to Nicholas, who's like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Nicholas fine. is like, oh, no, I'm, I'm so sad now. It's like, dude, fuck off. Like, you pressured and bullied her into this date. And now you're acting weird because she didn't want her boyfriend to know she was yeah. going out with you. Like, yeah. shut up. And then he's like, oh, I suppose you did the only thing you could do it's like yes yeah uh, well apart from tell the truth I suppose but <laughs> well, anyway yeah. still but li- Todd knows something's wrong so he goes over to the Wakefields yeah well I think it's more like he's he's kind of thrown because he's yeah. like how could I have confused them because yeah. you know, he always can tell them apart yeah, which so we, you know you hope he would which is good <laughs> yeah. but he's not one to be fooled by a twin swap but this time uh, he he's 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 not he's rightly trusting his instincts yeah so he he leaves the when the when the party's over, he he goes to the Wakefield's house and he's greeted by a blonde twin in a towel. Oh. <laughs> or no, sorry, no, Terry, a fluffy Terry dressing cloth gown. robe. Okay, yeah, a, a, <laughs> a dressing gown made out of a towel. Okay, fair enough. But he gives her a big kiss. Yeah, because he's a like sensual kiss. Oh god, and li- it's of course Jessica. Yeah, yeah. she's <laughs> like, oh, I see what this is in you. <laughs> and then Todd is enraged 
Yeah, because at first he's just like, what the fuck is happening? So then, yeah, between them, they kind of figure out what? that Elizabeth has been on a secret date yeah, with Yeah, they're both. Everyone is fuming, basically. <laughs> so when Liz comes home... Oh, sorry, just before <laughs> before she does, though, because Todd kind of goes mad. And he's given out yards while Liz, like, Jessica's just standing there in her dressing gown. Yeah. And she's like, don't yell at me, Todd Wilkins. I'm not yelling, he shrieked. <laughs> This is one occasion where I can't blame Todd for, you know, we, we know he has rage issues, but oh actually, God, I can't wish blame for having a little Todd from Venice. I wish they'd uh, done an audiobook for this. Oh <laughs> my like, God! Hey, they're yelling! <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. But I think he, like, he, he like, punches the door jam and then like kicks one of his tires and it's like, oh, oh God, Todd. Well, he, he does have rage issues. We have, really we have confirmed that in the past. He does. But yeah, um, he's... he's um, yeah, does he kind of say that he's done with Elizabeth and then just kind of uh, Yeah, yeah, he's like, well, that's it. Like, yeah, fuck this. In fairness, she did cheat on him effectively, as it, far as he yeah. knows. Like, she went to a date with another yeah, boy yeah. and then lied and pretended to be someone else. Yeah, that's shitty. So it is pretty shitty. Um, so when Liz comes home, Jessica accuses her, which is ridiculous, of <laughs> going off with my boyfriend. boyfriend. Like, <laughs> what? She's barely spoken to Jessica. You like. are deluded. <laughs> and she's howling with rage. Oh, God. But I don't blame her for being upset that Liz didn't tell her the truth. Yeah, when she knows that Jessica was crazy, crazy about And she doesn't like him. So it's not like yeah, double yeah. love where they're supposedly both after the same boy. Yeah. Um. So and then Jessica just forgives her. She's like, oh, well, I've yeah. got off him because computer <laughs> types are too boring. Yeah, it's like, oh, I don't like him anymore. It's fine. No. That was very... It's a bit I kept waiting for like that to be revealed as a bluff, but actually it doesn't no. really... <laughs> she just gets over it immediately. <laughs> yeah. And then she's got news. Uh, sad news. Trisha is in intensive care. Oh. So, um, yeah, Stephen has, has gone to the hospital. Uh, but Liz doesn't have time to think about that because she's trying to get hold of Todd, but he won't come to the phone. Oh. His mother's like, oh, he's he's gone to bed. And she knows it's a lie. Yeah. Um, so at school the next day Todd ignores her oh yeah he just gives her the cold shoulder all day she keeps trying to talk to him and he's just not having it basically yeah and uh, we finally um, finally see Mr. Collins in person so Yay. to speak for the first time and he wants Liz to cover the big match tonight oh yeah because John Pfeiffer boo, boo uh, has, has flu. the flu yes <laughs> yay <laughs> so at least he gets some advance something <laughs> punishment for his terrible crimes <laughs> yeah. so she's uh, she's like oh I can't Todd's at the team and Mr. Collins like well it's a chance to prove that you could be objective mm. Mm. is it though yeah, I don't she can. so she goes to the match yeah it's all just basically a contrived situation to put her there at the match really. yes <laughs> and she's hanging out with Ian and Olivia and Roger we get a bit of a recap of uh, old racing hearts oh yeah or love on the one yeah. as it is oh, yeah. in our hearts <laughs> the controversy over <laughs> names and everything and many titles <laughs> um, and down on the on the basketball court Todd is playing badly he's having a shite game so he is yes and Liz blames herself yeah uh, and then Nicholas turns up why why is he oh, there oh this fucking guy why is he at a high school basketball match like he didn't even go to that school he has no connections <laughs> he has no ties it. to it at all like his like, sister's there but yeah. you know but, I did not uh, go back to my old school which I'd gone to when my sister <laughs> was there so was he hanging around Ugh. so he tells um, or 
Liz tells him what yeah. happened and yeah. he's like oh I'll talk to Todd at half time oh this yeah. is bullshit as well Liz. this is so <laughs> unconvincing so tell us what happens at half time yeah, so very at unrealistic he basically just like strides into the locker literally strides into the locker mm. room uh, finds Todd sitting on his own staring dejectedly at the floor oh. um, and he's like uh, he's uh, Todd is just he's like this fucking guy I don't want to talk to you basically it's like understandable uh, and Nicholas just kind of explains how you know he pressured Elizabeth into going on this date and how um, it was wrong but yeah he was wrong he shouldn't have done it but that she loves Todd and you know nothing happened and whatever and it's like Todd is just immediately like oh okay then <laughs> so he it's literally like, whoops hey. and shakes then everything's different. It's like, oh, dude, God. she lied to you. Yeah, sprang to his feet, let out a loud, exultant whoop. It's yeah. like, I, I, you couldn't even let her explain herself, but this fucking random dude comes <laughs> along and it's like, no, no, it's all fine, actually. It's like, oh, okay, thank you for explaining it to me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, and also, oh. douche explaining. Oh, big time douche explaining. But also, like, not that I want to be harsh on Elizabeth, but, you know, she did lie to you. She did. And then pretended to be your sister. Yeah. yeah. Sort of There's kind of a lot of you. unresolved shit oh, there. Oh, so much unresolved <laughs> yeah. shit. But it's doesn't matter to Todd because he returns to the court and once more he's basically his old nickname. He's Wizard Wilkins. Wizard Wilkins. He's a changed man and he's kicking ass out on the court. And he, and, he uh, wins the whole wins, wins the thing yeah, there's a the few, winning there's basket a, there's a few pages of like describing things it's like oh, I don't care do they win okay good yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. don't give us a play but this is as bad as the running bullshit um, so Todd has carried aloft because he's the star of the match he's a hero but Liz is still heartbroken and she's so heartbroken she even lets Jessica have the car no. to go to a Kara's party she stays in the gym until it's empty and then she leaves and she starts thinking of Robert Frost of like the two roads oh God, diversion. so dramatic. And it turns out that the first time she read it it made her cry. Oh, I don't know, did sensitive. she think she took the road less travelled? Oh, I don't know. Who even knows? Oh yeah, because I suppose she, like all this kind of went down at half time and Elizabeth doesn't know that Todd is now back on board and everything's oh, fine it's like just no one told her basically yeah. and everything's fine again like what was Nicholas doing did he just kind yeah. of go to the locker room and, and the then go home like, maybe give her a heads up that everything's okay again she's sitting there being miserable I know yeah oh. <laughs> just uh, crying into her notepad and then while she's walking away sadly someone runs up and puts her, their hand on her shoulder and it's Todd it's like dude she was just kidnapped she was literally just kidnapped <laughs> don't Frighten do her do that at night <laughs> good god but anyway he uh, he kisses her and everything's well and Liz is like I promise that I'll never make promises again and Ugh. this is so amusing to her that she laughs out loud yeah there's more tedious banter. Oh, there were banter's the worst. Oh, it's like two pages of it. Like, <laughs> yeah, awful. I'm just skipping all that. Yeah, don't even need to think about it. <laughs> Not having it. So they go to a party because there's yeah another party. I no, can't remember whose party this it's is. Kara Walker's house. Oh, I think. of course. Yeah. And uh, Todd thanks Nicholas for telling the truth. He was like stalking over Fuck your girlfriend. This. You don't owe him anything. You don't owe him shit. Telling you is the least he could do. And Nicholas asks Liz to dance. Like let's have a dance. How about to no? our friendship? <laughs> Like, that's not appropriate. God damn it. How about you fuck off home? <laughs> God, I hate him so much. <laughs> well, luckily, they're saved by the bell, the phone bell, that oh. is, because Alice is is ringing to let the the twins know that Trisha is dying. No. <gasps> and that's the end of the book. Yeah. So, um, when you read the, the read us out. Okay. The, the yeah. Last. Or kind of like teaser for the next yeah. book. Is this really the end for Trisha Martin? <gasps> Find out on Sweet Valley High number 15. Promises. And no spoilers. But it is. Yeah. So, yeah, that was Deceptions. Oh, that was a wild ride. <laughs> it really was a wild <laughs> ride of rage. I was furious. Do, 
can you calm yourself down with some stats and outfits? I can try. The outfits might rile us up again in in a good way, though. Oh, God. Um, I'll take a deep breath while you... Okay, yeah, let's just gather ourselves. Um, Okay, so, yeah, stats. We've got blue-green eyes only mentioned twice. Oh, thought there'd be more. Yeah. With all the Nicholas gazing into them. Yeah, (laughs) true. And the Wakefield blondness uh, is only mentioned four times. Okay, that's average. But people blush like eight times. And Jessica says, oh, Randy, nine (laughs) times, which I find (laughs) hilarious. (laughs) As do I. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Those are some good stats. (laughs) The outfits then at the party at the start of the book, Jessica wears her sexiest outfit, which is apparently a slinky black pantsuit Mm. with a plunging neckline. Very very Yves Saint Laurent in like, the 70s. Yeah, but also, like, not for a 16-year-old. No, that <laughs> doesn't like even a very unlikely thing for a 16-year-old to have. 10 years older to pull At that least. off, in fairness. Yeah. And then Elizabeth's uh, dress, or her outfit for the date with Nicholas in oh, her yeah. fancy restaurant. That's quite something. She decided on a natural silk shantung dress that was mm. practically the colour of her honey blonde hair. <gasps> The style was simplicity itself, but Elizabeth dressed it up with a pair of matching shoes, a gold belt, and a bracelet. And mm. then, like, apart from that, oh yeah, she wore no jewelry except for a lavalier. She's wearing a bracelet, <laughs> and it, like, what else would she be wearing? Yeah, like a crown. Just said she's wearing a bracelet. <laughs> apart from her necklace and her bracelet, she wore no jewelry. Yeah, so, like, but she's what? she's all dressed in kind of gold colour. She's basically like an Oscar statuette or something. <laughs> yes. of, yeah. So she is. We know she does have a bronze tan. Yeah, constantly bronzed. What and a yeah, vision! I, I had to look up what a shantung dress was, and shantung mm. is like a type of silk. That's what so, I thought. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's a natural silk. Silk, silk dress. Yeah, that <laughs> great job, guys. Very descriptive, very yeah. evocative. Yeah. So can, I'm imagining it being kind of like a sort of almost equivalent of like a parachute, kind of like a almost like a business dress. Okay, you know, the sort of thing that Sigourney Weaver might have oh, worn. Wow. <laughs> some shoulder pads, really yeah. taking the town. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Interesting, but um, yeah, uh, they, they kept it vague. <laughs> yeah, they kind of did a bit. The uh, yeah, Jessica. Uh, throws out number 137 three times on her own and then of course once in a bonus Liz a bonus Liz and weirdly this book has 137 pages (gasps) no (laughs) oh my god oh truly it is a special one it really is Uh, wow Um, so so I hope that I don't know listeners if 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 it was hope it wasn't too much for you it was was too much for me too much rage from both of us So, if you have any thoughts on on this or any other Sweet Valley titles, Indeed. or if you have any more amazing recommendations, oh, because God. I have to say, from the audiobooks <laughs> to international covers, our <laughs> listeners have been incredible. We are forever indebted to you guys. We really because, are. Oh my god, we love this stuff so much. So it much makes good us stuff. genuinely happy. Yeah, like I, I was, I've been uh, away in London and since our our last recording sessions, and I was. Looking at our replies on my phone, like in, you know, walking around the streets of Walthamstow because we always get such amusing comments after Aww. the new episodes come out. So um, thank you all yeah. for for sharing your Sweet Valley thoughts and, and discoveries with us. Absolutely. It is very much appreciated. Oh, we love it. So if you have any more thoughts or Sweet Valley weirdness to share, you can contact us on Twitter at SVH Podcast. Yeah, you can send us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are proud members of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Mm-hmm. And you can contact the network uh, at HS Pod Network. Yes. And we will be back 
in two weeks. Yeah, you can tide yourself over with a little audiobook action. Yeah, so good. Please do. <laughs> Until we return with book number 15. 15. Promises. Promises. See you then. Thanks for listening. This is how it's always been. I'm on the outside looking in. This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today.